Welcome to the Marketing Agility Podcast. Come join us as we explore how leading marketers are using agile management approaches to keep up with an increasingly social and real-time world. Hello and welcome everybody to the Marketing Agility Podcast. We started this podcast as a place where marketers can discuss, debate, and learn about ways people are adapting the principles of agile project management to meet the needs of an increasingly social and real-time marketing world. Back in June, IDC completed its research brief on agile marketing. Jerry Murray and Rick Mansell at IDC found that while the principles of agile project management are clearly defined and mature, a small number of early adopters are experimenting with agile marketing today. The bigger question in my mind is, why is this management model yet to be widely embraced by marketers? Certainly there are many factors that make agile relevant today for, for marketers, and we hope to explore these on today's podcast. First, I'd like to welcome our guest and my co-host for this Marketing Agility Podcast, John Cass. He's the author of the PR Communications blog and head of digital marketing at Pace Communications. John has blogged about agile marketing and has interviewed some of the, the industry's leading agile marketing practitioners. Welcome to the podcast, John. Oh, thanks very much, Frank. I, I really appreciate uh, uh, being here, and I'm glad that uh, you and I are collaborating on this uh, this project. The backstory to this is John and I started talking about agile, I want to say, probably six or eight or ten months ago. Can you remember the exact time, John? Yeah, it must have been about that, that time. Um, I, I think... I, I think we went to a tweet-up or something, and uh, we just reconnected. Um, you'd, um, I think, recently started uh, at, um, at Novell as head of social media, and um, I think we were comparing notes on that. Right, and I think it's funny when you talk with other people who are blogging, and you start to compare blog notes, and you start to realize common interests. We kind of kept the conversation going over time to the point where we decided, hey, wouldn't it be interesting to do a podcast? And, talk to interesting people in the industry about the topic. Indeed. I, I mean, I think it's, um, I think it's in embryonic, the, the topic, and so therefore it's good to, um, you know, to focus on it and talk to people in the industry. No question about it. Well, let's do this. To kick the conversation up, let's rewind the clock a little bit for you. I mean, when did you first learn, hear, think about, start thinking about agile marketing? Well, I think it was um, – I, I was reading an article about the um, the latest edition of uh, Web Trends, and I think it was back in 2009. Um, and what intrigued me about it was um, – um, I mean, obviously, Web Trends has been around for a number of years, um, and it used to be the juggernaut in the industry until Google Analytics came along. But um, – in the article, it discussed how they were using agile programming uh, methods to um, speed the development of the uh, application, and they were also using agile methods for marketing. So that's that's really where it intrigued me, and I ended up doing a um, an interview with the CMO of uh, WebTrends at, uh, at the time. Was there, the was there anything in particular in that article that caught your eye? Yeah, I mean, it was it was really. Uh, I mean, I I knew about agile marketing because I've been in the industry for for 20 years and and worked for a number of agencies and and seen where, um, you know, um, uh, agile could be helpful for developers. Uh, but the concept of using agile for marketing was something that I hadn't really heard about, and so um, that got me really intrigued, and I wanted to follow up, and um, and so. 
um, I that's that's why I contacted the company and 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 asked some questions about the CMO and um, and uh, and the people there about how they were using their methods. Yeah, it is inter- interesting, isn't it? I mean, you see some real early adopters dabbling with it, um, but the the principles of agile, which we'll discuss in future podcasts, seem to be the companies that are doing it anyways. In my experience, have been people that have a strong technical culture, you know, organizations that have a lot of developers or the marketer may actually be a former technologist. So you, are you thinking then that, um, I mean, I can definitely agree with you. It makes sense that um, they have to have a corporate culture which is technical because then people are familiar with the methods. But maybe it's also if the marketer has um, been in the technology industry. I mean, it certainly seems to be a bias in the early, and this is really, really early adopters. I guess... In the end of the day, since it's not a mature category, people have to be exposed to the idea of agile. I mean, as I mentioned in the open, agile is fairly mature in the industry. Certifications, books, classes, you can hire coaches. I mean, there's lots of people out there to help you get help. So the principles are broadly known to the industry. But but, but I think it's the crossover with marketers. And, and maybe the issue today is, you know, why is it more relevant? You know, why why didn't this happen 10 years ago? Why is it more relevant today? Yeah. I, mean, I guess the thing I was wondering is where, are if, as we start to think about adoption in marketing, there are always these use cases, right? There are these beachheads that people have to, to take root before they kind of get going on this. Are you seeing from your the people you've talked to any specific use cases or situations where it made more sense for marketers? Well, that's a good question. I, I think um, I think for larger companies it makes a lot more sense, and part of the reason for that is that you you see the situation where almost the technical people um, they were pushed by consumer demand and also the marketers to go faster, and so they have to look around for for better processes, and um, they also realized that they needed to improve their own processes, and so they started using agile techniques. Um, or um, you've seen development in the industry, especially in enterprise content management systems or web content management systems, where um, uh, you know the pace has changed as much that we're building frameworks today where business business managers can build business rules instead of developers doing it. So in a way, the technology people have sort of solved a lot of these problems um, or are trying to solve a lot of these problems in terms of moving faster um, in development. But with the change of pace, you know, marketing innovation, it's the marketers that may now actually be the stumbling block, and so they've got to go faster. Yeah, it's interesting. Larger companies certainly have embraced agile in a major way. I mean, here at Novell, we're very much an agile shop on the development side of things, but on the marketing side of things, we're dabbling with agile. So that's interesting that you would say bigger companies. I guess I can see the point that bigger companies would could benefit a lot from agile. I'm just wondering if, as early adopters go, are we more likely to see big companies, medium companies, smaller companies testing and dabbling? I, th- I think it's going to be a mix. I, I, I would guess it's going to be the same way that uh, social media, corporate social media adoption laid out, which is that the smaller companies are definitely going to be the leaders in this, and we're going to look for them. But large companies, you know, in the technology industry. Are going to be nimble, and they're going to they're going to they're going to start using these techniques. That's what happened. I mean, Microsoft was you had bloggers in Microsoft in 2000, and um, you had Channel Nine up by 2002, and um, you know that's 
that's, that's very early in terms of corporate social media adoption. And if you looked at the adoption rates amongst the Fortune 500, the people that adopted um, early in corporate social media were, um, uh, were technology companies. I bet the same thing will happen with, uh, with Agile marketing. Interesting, interesting. So where are the evangelists going to be sitting, though? I mean, if you, if you kind of go across your marketing mix, right, whether it's brands, PR, interactive, social, I mean, what, if you were going to prognosticate, I mean, where would you, where would you point? Well, um, I think it's probably going to be some of the product managers who are used to working in, um, you know, with the developers. And, um, and the other issue I think that's coming into play is that because the pace of marketing innovation is changing so much, and by the way, social media is a big part of that, um, um, I, I think um, well, you know, companies are, are, trying to struggle, are struggling with how do they build the processes to be successful. So if they're thinking about that, that, that almost more immediate issue of social media and they're thinking how do we manage for social media and all these different communications channels, they may be scrambling around for different processes about how to how to move faster, and I think Agile might be that way. So I, I bet product managers are going to be a key um, um, element in this. I guess product managers have that interesting role of kind of straddling the market and straddling technology in most companies. Well, I wonder. I mean, yeah, what, what what do you think on that, uh, Frank? I guess I I keep thinking I keep coming back to anything related to interactive, whether it's building websites or doing social media, it seems like web development today is so much like software development, that you have this a vision of what's going to happen at the beginning of the project, but you learn a lot as you go along through the project. And by the end of the project, there are many things that you couldn't have predicted happening during, happening during the project and you can't always plan for. So the idea of a, a waterfall approach of a really detailed specification at the beginning of a, of a project, particularly an interactive marketing project, isn't always exactly right. I mean, who can predict um, as you run a campaign on Twitter what's, what's going to happen out there? I mean, to some degree, you've got to have some hope and desires about it, but you can't plan for everything. That makes sense. Yeah. So what about um, common objections, right? Let's, let's shift the gears because this is – the other part of it, which, because obviously if it were all squirrels, buttercups, and daisies, right, if we we're all so rosy, we would see everyone embracing this. I mean, what are we seeing out there? What, can you give me a sense of those kind of things you think are out there for objections people are throwing up for, besides the lack of knowledge and awareness of it, um, why people would be against well, it? Well, uh, um, I think it's change. Um, I think people would even amusingly say, Time. We don't have time for that. You know, we, it's all very well that you know you want us to teach us a new process, but we don't have time for that. Um, I, I, I think also part of it we have to realize that that even though marketers often have great processes, there's also an element in marketing where you know we um, we we're a little bit more creative and we're not quite so tightly bound as shall we say as our as our development colleagues. So. Um, I, I, I think it, it means that um, marketers may perceive it as trying to um, put more formal rules on things, whereas I think many marketers would say, well, we can build the processes, you know, and we've got some ideas and we've got some tried and tested rules, whereas, you know, this is a new idea and it may be more straight-jacketing it. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think the idea of change is certainly, you know, any new technology, any new process, any new approach, change is always a barrier. The, the creative part of it, as marketers will often say, in fact, we are different, right? We're, we're, we're creative. You can't put a process on creativity. On the other hand, I mean, many agency environments have really discrete processes, right? My, the scores, my... They do. That's the interesting thing. I think um, the most successful marketers, and I go back to direct marketing, it's, you know, it's, it's by the numbers. And, um, yes, it's creative, but, you you know, you have a systematic process for being creative. You know, well, we find out whether it works and it doesn't and, and, yeah. and test various elements. Yeah, and I think that's one of the questions, fundamental questions I have about agile marketing is the, is the things that are very time-bound that, you know, you have, and direct is a great example. You know, I can't, if I'm writing a piece of software, you know, there are very few time constraints in, there's not this production, this physical, you know, going into the world of atoms and out of bits part of it. The same thing is if, you know, say you're doing advertising, even if you're doing online advertising, there is the notion of an insertion order and there is a notion of buying inventory within a band of time, right? Perishable inventory. Um, I, still, right. I still feel like I wonder about the, this kind of, we're creative, yet we have processes. I guess the scourge of my existence is creative briefs. I love creative briefs and because I feel like they end up being such a waterfall-oriented process. Um, how do we reconcile the need for, for some, you know, the need of downstream, right, parts of your value chain, the media companies, uh, websites, places where you actually need to buy inventory or buy placements? How do you reconcile that with the desire to be more agile? Well, um, I, I, I think that what it gets to is that issue of understanding that you may have a plan, but it, it may not work, and therefore, by having an agile approach to things where you've got you know short spurts, shall we say, um, you're actually testing it. And and I think you know companies like Amazon.com lead the way in this, where you know they're more willing to say someone comes up with an idea that seems reasonable or you know, it doesn't seem reasonable, and they, they go ahead and test it to see whether it works or not. Right. To me, that's what marketing is about, um, which is understanding it's a process of figuring out um, what is going to work and what isn't. And, oh, by the way, running tests to try to find out what will work and what won't work. Mm -hmm. And instead of saying, oh, you know, we know everything and we're the great creative people and we're going to come up with an idea yeah. and we're going to spend all these millions of dollars and, and then see if it works. That's the waterfall method. I'd actually argue that actually marketing is perfectly suited to agile because it should be an iterative process. Yeah, it should be iterative and learning and all the good stuff. Let me ask you a last question and then we'll, we'll kind, of, kind of wrap it up for today. What do you think it's going to take? I mean, Social media has exploded, right? Both of us, I think, John, I, we maybe would have met in real life in World 1.0 or Web 1.0, being both yeah. you former living and sharing residence in Arlington, Massachusetts, now living in North Carolina. But our paths may never have crossed if it weren't for Twitter or blogging, right? I mean, what's it going right. to take for something for Agile to be become more mainstream and become more broadly adopted by marketers? Um, I think examples of success. I think uh, I think looking at the companies that are out there that are using agile methods and seeing how um, it works and it helps those companies to be successful. Um, and I think and it gets back to that issue 
you know, why does Agile not work for marketing? It works because that's actually what marketing is. Yeah, and I guess it does. <laughs> in the process. Yeah, and I guess that is true. In the end of the day, it does always come back to results, doesn't it? It comes back to making using the technology or the approach to, to improve your results and come up with a tangibly better uh, way of doing things. Well, John, I'd like to thank you. Obviously, you and I will be doing these podcasts going forward from here on out. Um, thanks for the fir- for being the first guest on the first show and for your insights about agile marketing. Again, to our listeners, you're listening to the Marketing Agility Podcast. I'm Frank Davis. Uh, please stay tuned for future Marketing Agility Podcasts. And if you'd like to take a look, you can tune in to John. John, can you give the URL to your blog if you'd like to read a little bit more? Yes, it's at pr.typepads.com. And thank you so much, Frank. Great. And also, this podcast will be posted both on John's blog as well as on the agilemarketingblog.com. Please stay tuned and thank you again. 